Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm your co-host, Yutende, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yutende, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So what are we talking about today? You know, we're going to talk about something that we see a lot, I feel like, many times the first years, and I honestly think with COVID, we might see a little bit more, right, is, is how do you advocate? for yourself in the college setting, right? Especially when you're transitioning from high school to college, like at what piece, like nobody kind of tells you like, hey, that shift from high school to college, you're gonna be like, you don't need those parents' signatures most of the time, unless you're doing like, of course, FAFSA, Um, but like for your college courses and what track you go, it's typically you, right? And so mom, dad, parent, guardian is not necessarily gonna be there helping you talk with the counselor about what classes it's going to be you so how do you advocate for yourself how do you shift that right from being told like hey these are classes you have to take to graduate from high school to like hey so what do you want to do mm-hmm. i especially think that it's so important to also talk to the parents you know i see parents in my office all the time with the student <laughs> and the parent is doing all the asking and sort of all the direction. And I totally understand. I mean, we're both parents. I have, yes. I happen to have a high schooler. Um, and I, I definitely understand the, the inclination to be the one to sort of direct how um, their process goes in college, especially if you're paying for it. Um, but one of the things I think is really important is that, you know, parents have to remember that this is their opportunity to um, sort of build the student's self-confidence, build their self-esteem, because when they're able to advocate for themselves, I mean, they're developing skills that they're going to need in every aspect of their life after college, right? And so what I always tell parents is, if you know that you, your student you know, still needs support in terms of knowing what questions to ask, um, seeking out resources, right, on their own, one of the easiest ways to help in that transition is before they go in to, you know, to see a counselor or go to the admissions office or whatever the case is, help them come up with the questions ahead of time, mm, right? Really so it, it's actually like pre-self-advocacy, right? Because you can sit with your student and say, okay, well, you are having a problem with finding classes. What are the questions you gotta, you got to be ready to ask the counselor? And maybe sit with your student on the college website, look through it with them, help them come up with the questions, have them write it down. When they go for their appointment on their own, right? They write the answers down and have them report back to you. What did you find out? What do you think? What are you, what more questions came up for you? And that's a way to sort of have a slow build. And you know, I always say the earlier, the better. Right. I do this with my ninth grader now. You know, if she has questions or she's not sure about something, I say, okay, well, have you talked to your counselor or have you talked to your teacher? No. Okay. Well, what do you think you want to ask? And help her come up with the questions. And I make sure to follow up the next day. Did you talk to your counselor? What did they say? Right. And every once in a while, I get a, I don't know or I didn't really understand, but at least get the process going. Absolutely. I fully agree. You know, my my kiddos are still right now in elementary school, but it was funny because I had an ins like I had an opportunity to kind of push my um push my kiddo to grow a little, right? 
and we were at the library and she was looking for this book and she really wanted this book and it wasn't on the shelf so I was like okay and she's in uh, she's in fifth grade so you know she has some skills already and I was like well what are we gonna do next right and so she's like well I could uh, maybe I could ask the librarian right and I said yes okay let's go and then before she asked I said what are you gonna ask and so she's like I'm just gonna ask if this is the book I'm looking for I've looked for it on the shelf I don't see it is there any other place it could be and so she went up there and she asked the librarian and the librarian's like oh yeah we actually have it in the back <laughs> and and she was so happy right because she got this book that was on the shelf but her first thing was like oh it's it's not here they probably don't have it right then she's gonna be like hey can i buy it i'm gonna be like no it's free resource so (laughs) so i'm like nah like like but teaching her how to do that right and 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 i feel like in college just like what you said like i love how you said to prep some questions because that's the scariest part sometimes it's like i'm gonna get to the i'm gonna get to the counselor what am i gonna ask Right. And so, and it's kind of like one, you know, that whole that whole piece where you say, you know, if you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail. Right. So if you're going to go see a counselor and you don't have any questions, sometimes for me as a counselor, I try to find out, like, where are we going? What you doing? Like, what's are you what are your interests? Of course, we're going to try all those pieces. Mm-hmm. But if you come in with at least just, I would say, a little bit of prep, sometimes that could that could um, really lead to some really great points. I feel that I can have the student research, think about, and maybe instead of having one or two appointments that semester, it might just be one appointment and they'll be like, oh, okay, now I know where to go, mm-hmm. right? And it saves you time in the future or it saves you that opportunity. Of like, oh, maybe I chose this class because I'm interested in this area, right? Versus I'm going to go and... I'll figure it out once I get there, right? And don't get me wrong, though. We know for our listeners out there that sometimes you're like, I don't know what to ask because I don't even know where to start. But when my students are also honest with me and say, like, look, I'm first gen. My parents didn't go to college. I I don't even know what a major is or what a UC or CSU is. Like, can we start there? I tell them, absolutely. We're going to start where we're going to, you know, Start where you feel comfortable with, and then we'll build from there and little by little before you know it, right? Yeah, and I think you're making the great point of knowing your own college's lingo, right? And I know we've talked about that over a couple episodes. So if you haven't, you know, listened to some earlier episodes where we talk about college lingo or even campus lingo, this is this is an area where that becomes really important because that's how you know what to ask for. And one of the main things that I know I hear about a lot is that You know, there's a lot of information on college websites or college catalogs, but it's it can be really overwhelming and being able to break it down into bite sized pieces to know what to focus on can be really challenging. So this is where, you know, some self advocacy working with your student ahead of time can really come in, because if you take the time, even if you have if you're a first gen student and your parent didn't go to college. I know all our first-gen students know how to navigate a website, right? So take the time. If you're going into counseling, go to the counseling center's website before 
before you go in for your appointment. If you're going to financial aid, go to the financial aids website, read through everything that's already on the website. Look at the links, look at the resources they already give you. Cause it's very possible your question might be answered right there. But if, if, if not, then you've got something to work with when you, when you show up in their office and you're able to really ask a good question. So here's an example of what I mean. If your financial aid office, for example, pays your financial aid onto a debit card and you lose your debit card or you don't have a pin for your debit card and you go on their website, you've already read through everything and, 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 and understood how their system works. You're able to go there informed and say, Hey, I lost my hire one debit card and I had a pin and now I need that reset. How can you help me do that? Right. And then they can point you in the right direction. So those are the ways to kind of use what's already out there to develop what you need to ask for and know what to ask for when you get there. Yes, I, I completely agree. Tende, what you're saying is that just I feel like being resourceful. Right. And that's where I feel like that first generation piece really comes into place because I feel like growing up first gen, I had to learn how to be resourceful, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And I just had to push sometimes to get things done. And so when I started using those skills for my education, I feel like I was able to really advocate for myself. And one of the things that I've I've done or I did when I was going to college was like, oh, where is that written at, right? Where Where is that at? So I could just read it myself. I could learn about it. And maybe they go over with it. But I'm a processor. I needed to go home, read it myself. That way I had better questions to ask next time. But another piece you can do to advocate for yourself is if you have a friend that's gone to college or maybe their parents gone gone to college, right? You connect with them, right? And just say, hey, like, what do I ask, right? And a prime example was I didn't know anything about the CSUs, UCs. I knew there was the CSUs because there were one in the town I grew up. But I wasn't, and I heard of Berkeley, but I wasn't really like, didn't have a deep understanding of the CSU versus a UC. And I remember when I was at a friend's house, his older sisters came down with like a folder and it said like UC Santa Barbara. And I was like, what, what's this? And they're like, oh, it's a university on the beach. And they started telling me about it, right? And I was like, what, on the beach? And I'm in the Central Valley, right? So (laughs) it was like, college, beach, that sounds amazing. And and so I ended up transferring to Santa Barbara. What do you know? <laughs> Coincidence. <laughs> Coincidence, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's such a great point is that there are already so many resources right there. And sometimes we don't know how to take advantage of them. You know, I mean, you probably didn't realize that a, a seed had been planted just in that experience with your your friends and, and their mm-hmm. siblings. Um, so what would you say is the one takeaway for students who are first gen? Like we're both first gen. Um, you know, my parents went to college after I went to college, right? So, you know, I, I remember like what you're saying that it was, you picked up skills in having to, in being forced to learn the resources, you picked up a lot of skills that you used throughout college and probably even after, right? And we'll, so what would you say, especially for first gen, who maybe they're the ones having to explain things to their parents, what would, they, what would be the number one way to advocate for yourself? You know, I think my one thing for our listeners today would be like, it's okay not to know, 
but you should at least try, right? You should try to find out, you should try to read that information or even just ask questions. That would be my thing. Like just start asking questions instead of beating yourself up about thinking like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know where to go. And then we just get in this mindset where we're just like, maybe this is not for me. I'm always, I'm big on mindset. You know, I talk about that a lot. So I feel like it's okay not to know, but just try something, right? Just try something. What would be your your piece, Yutende? I love that. I love the, it's okay not to know. And I think my one thing goes along with that, which is, um, it's okay not to know. And there's never a question that is too dumb to ask. Everyone um, has, you know, we make assumptions that, oh, I, I should already know, or I should already know. <laughs> we hear every question under the sun from, you know, how do I, you know, register for a class versus how do I use, uh, you know, something very straight that you would think is very straightforward. So there's no question that is off limits, you know, and don't be embarrassed to ask. Yes. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, because sometimes we stop ourselves, right? So we don't want to do that. We want to just try. We want to ask. And it's okay. I tell my students all the time, it's okay to ask twice. Like, that's okay. If I had explained it one time and you didn't you didn't understand it, like, that's cool. Like, just let me know and what parts are missing, right? Or sometimes you just need to process. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Exactly. Thanks so much, Itende, for sharing. And for our listeners out there, we hope you're enjoying this. If you can, please subscribe and leave us reviews. Spotify now allows you to leave reviews, so we would highly appreciate that. And Itende, do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at CC underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at CC and sensibility at gmail.com. That's CC at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.